0: Shabbos, Perik Yodalad, Mishnah, Aleph fourteen one. This Mishnah will briefly continue on the topic of the previous Parak regarding trapping of animals, um, but really will also focus on being a chovel, causing a chabura, a bruise on animals. So before I begin going inside, just understand that to injure an animal, to cause it to bleed, even if we're talking about a bruise, meaning no blood coming out, but the blood pooling under the skin, um, is already usur. And it's a molacha dorai. So the question of exactly which malachah it is um, will depend on the different shitas. The Bartholomew brings two shitas. Uh, one is that we're talking about the malachah is the malach of dash. And it's a tola called mefarek. We've talked about mefarek in the past, I believe. It's when you um, remove like a liquid from its moorings, like if you say squeeze an, an orange or something like that. So here you've got blood trapped inside the circulatory system. You get the blood out. If it's trapped beneath the skin, so then you've still taken it out from its moorings inside the capillaries, etc. And therefore that bruise is um, a told of dach called mafarik. That's one approach. Um, the other approach he has is that it's a problem of sovea of dying because you're coloring um, the skin, coloring the animal. Uh, a third sheetan, the Mishnah barth- uh, Brewer brings down. This is um, row posting hold that actually the issue is the malach of shechita, of um, slaughtering, because the principle of shechita is netilas neshama, taking from the life or life force of a creature. And here you're draining its blood. Anytime you take blood out of an animal, even if it's trapped under the skin, that would be considered to be a tolda of shokhet. Whatever the case, you're not allowed to cause bruise on animals if the bruise will, um, the blood will come out and then sort of be trapped beneath the skin without being reabsorbed back in beneath. Uh, in all those cases, of course, the reason why you're um, getting this blood is because you you want the blood. That'll be necessary. Otherwise, if you're simply just out to injure some animals statistically, so that would be mecalcal, a destructive activity, and that would be just that they're abundant most. But if you're talking about you want the blood, let's say, for example, you needed to, I don't know, feed your animals or get some you know medical treatment or something like that, so then you want the blood, so then extracting the blood, even if it doesn't make it out of the, out of the skin, Already is the malacha. So, um, the mission says inside Shmona shratzem, ha'amurim b'tora. there are those eight small creatures that the Torah mentions specifically. Um, Sheretz. The word um, Sheretz refers to like charitas, like um, like crawling around. Or the Ramban says it's 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 uh, shahu rutz. Sheretz is an abbreviation of shahu It runs around. And Rashi speaks out how shrotzim are the creatures that, when they move, kind of on these little little legs, you hardly see the legs. They're sort of like almost like moving above the legs, zipping about. So kind of like the English word for creepy crawly. Same kind of idea, creepy crawlies. So all these small little creatures um, are called shrotzim, but um, they there are eight specific ones that are of higher status. I'll call it in the Torah that they, when they're dead. Their corpses, the flesh from their bodies, conveys tumah. Okay, so the Torah in Vayikra Aleph Pasuk Chavtes to Lavan Aleph says he has these eight different animals. Um, they are the choled, which maybe is a weasel. The, the actual identity of these different animals is, is the Peshatim are far and wide. But like chulda is a is a weasel, akbar let's call that a rat um, a mouse or a rat, atzav the Tzav, let's say is a like a toad. The Anaka, the Koach, and the Lata'a. There's different kinds of um, lizards. Maybe a monitor lizard is the Koach. Maybe um, one the is a chameleon. Maybe one is a gecko. Different Pshatim. The Chomet, which different Pshatim here. Rashi interestingly learns that the Chomet is a snail, which we differ from others. It's not really a rodent or a reptile. It's a snail. Um, and then the Tinshomet, again, different Pshatim here. What Tinshomet is could be a mole, could be a. Could be a chameleon, different shatim. Whatever it is, these eight creatures, these little kind of um, rodents and reptiles, so they are special as much as their corpses convey tumma. If one touches the dead corpse directly, he becomes tame. Same with once Kalem touched the dead corpse of the Shmona Shratim directly, the Klee will become tame. In contrast, other shiratsim and shakatzim, and ramasim, all other kinds of small creepy crawlies. A sheket, the mission will refer to as any gross thing. Like, you know, we're talking about a tarantula, um, a snail, a snake, a worm, all these kinds of creatures. So those are the shiratsim and shakatzim, and um, ramasim are animals that like kind of um, team, like gnats, like in large quantities swarm together, etc. All these creatures, when they're dead, they do not convey tuma. Only the eight Shmona specifically those eight, are the ones that do convey Tuma. Larger terrestrial animals are called Novelas when they're dead, and they certainly convey Tuma, not just by Magad direct contact, but even by Masa bearing their weight. Okay, so when you think Shmona you got to think of these specific animals, and they convey Tuma when they're dead. But the mission identifies them also as the kind of creatures that they have, um, like a skin, and therefore their skin is quite durable, and the meat beneath the skin, their flesh is relatively easily injured, so therefore they're prone to bruising. If you hit them, the blood will pool beneath the skin and not be reabsorbed, as opposed to like a scorpion or a snail or a snail or a lizard, or no, sorry, or a, a worm, where they wouldn't bruise, then the, the blood wouldn't pool. Okay, so there's nothing magical about these eight creatures with regard to how their skin is... You know, um, works, etc. But the point is, these eight all are, they would bruise, and they're the kind of things that people ostensibly do um, try to trap to get their skins, etc. And therefore, um, if one traps them, he'll be chayav. And also, if one is, um, he bruises them, either he wounds them by making a bleed, then for sure, if he wants the blood out, he'll be chayav. But even if the blood's trapped beneath, he'll be chayav. Usharsh Gatsim, as for other gross little creatures, like I told you, like worms and snails, scorpions, Uramasim and other creepy-crawlies, that, the, the team, the Uramasim, yeah. like the gnats, etc., Hachovu Behen, Pater, if one injures them, um, he'll be exempt if the blood pools beneath, because it doesn't really bruise, it'll get reabsorbed back inside, they're not like a skin that holds the blood in, to keep it out separate. Okay, so then you'll be Pater, so fine. Pater of Alaska, of course. Hatzadon litzorach. If one traps any of these creatures, litzorach, because he wants them. In other words, we're talking about the shmona We said those eight you are liable for, because essentially people will trap them because they want them. Uh, but if you tra- and they're the kind of they're called min is nitzod. They're the kind of creatures that people do trap. Says the Mishnah. So let's say you are in the business of making anti venom for scorpions. So you need to catch a scorpion so you can then milk it. So you want the scorpion. So by trapping that scorpion, you've um, trapped it, you've know, the malacha, that's the tzorech, tzorech gufa, you want the actual malacha of trapping, you want this very scorpion, and therefore, since it's the tzorech, for the purpose of keeping the scorpion, you'll be hive. In contrast, if you just, you know, want to rid your neighborhood of scorpions, and you have a scorpion trap, so you're not trapping it to keep it, you're now going to be shlola you're catching it, but not for the sake of keeping the animal, then you're a pater, you'll be exempt. This, of course, is going like Rabbi Shimon Shita. Remember, this Machlokas, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yehuda, regarding a Malacha Shehna Legufa. When you do a Malacha, when you don't want the actual usual purpose for this act, so in the case of trapping, the purpose of trapping is so you have an animal that you can use. So if you're trapping not for that purpose, you're trapping to get rid of the animal, that's in the and you'll recall that Rabbi Shimon holds a Moloch HaShin is Pater. Rabbi Yehuda holds your chayv, Okay, The Moloch HaMaisa is a Moloch between Tosos and the and post him thereafter. Uh, but in any case, our mystery here is clearly going like Rabbi Shimon. Chayv oph. as for other kinds of wild creatures, are larger terrestrial animals and oph are birds, that are in your property. That means they're essentially domesticated animals. So since they have live on your property, Hatsadan putter if you would confine them into your property, so still you are putter. Um Many, there's a machlokus if putter here means patr of al-assar. is to say, if you're confining an animal that anyways lives on your home, that's considered to be, I'm um, trapping it, a um, bun or not. There's a machlokus. Now, the mechlokas does not cover creatures that are comfortable with you. In other words, if you're talking about your, I don't know what, your little pet lapdog. So that lapdog lives with you. It lives in your house. It's happy you're there. It doesn't run away from you. Everyone agrees that's not called trapping at all. Um, but an animal that, that kind of runs around the streets during the day but comes home to sleep at night on your premises, so to confine it, so it can't get out, is what we're talking about over here, a domestic animal that you're confining. There your are pater, and some sheets are, the, pater means pater, and others mean pater, meaning it's not a problem at all since it's not trapped. It lives there. Um, as for a chovel behen, if one would um, injure... It cause to bleed or even to bruise, other kinds of birds and animals, like a horse or a dog or an eagle, again, of course, since they have skin, um, if you bruise them, it'll pool beneath the skin and they'll bruise, and therefore, you'll be liable, again, of course, assuming that you're doing the injuring of the animal, because you want the blood, etc., that'll be a malachet That's tzorach, for the goof of the malachav, extracting the blood, etc., whether it's to kill the animal, if it's shochet, whether it's to darken the skin and it's tzovea, or whether... It's to get the blood out, and it's have but be that you're doing it for that very purpose, to be chayav. If not, even Rebbe Sh- Yehuda would be your pater, because that's not a matter of enot lagufa. that's the issue of mechalkal, you're damaging the animal, and any destructive act, you're not the laksim leches and you would not be liable for midoraisa.